It's time to spice up your marriage with tips on a great relationship with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. All right, 835 from the flight deck. Good to have you aboard. This is when the the new audience floods in from across the country for our world-famous marriage talk segment, which started a long time ago. My wingman has always been Robert Kosick, the author. We met through his book called Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. And we started this mission together uh, years and years and years ago to talk about fidelity in marriage, right? The sanctity, the holiness, and I, I call it the steaminess of marriage, but also, you know, the, if the slamming fidelity down there. Denise and I got, to a chance to, uh, got a chance to attend not one but two weddings in the past three weeks. And I love it. I love seeing what man and woman coming together, what God brings together, let no man tear apart. Uh, so we got our, our world-famous marriage talk segment. The content is on our Facebook page right now. Go to Sam Malone Show. Are you ready to roll the graphic intro because we're televised? Look at that intro for Mr. Hang on a second. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show Robert Kosick. Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam. So, so you had a chance to go to a couple of weddings. I know you were really, really excited about weddings. And, and I mentioned to you, wait until it's your son getting married. It's a completely different experience, which you know, my wife and I did four weeks ago. But what was the most memorable thing about each of the ceremonies? Was there anything, one thing that kind of stood out? I just like it when they they like do the first kiss. You know, they exchange the rings and the vows. I always like tear up, but that's that's me. What about you? That's cool. Well, for me, you know, several different ones. But I tell you, when uh, watching my son, because I knew what was coming, because I had the same kind of silly feeling and same goofy look on my face uh, as he did. But when his bride to be comes out of the back room and he sees her for the first time in that dress, and just beams from ear to ear, uh, and you can tell how deep of a love he has for that Aww. girl and it was just you know cloud nine and staying up on the on the tip of that mountain for the whole rest of the ceremony and into the events afterwards and, and to see that confirmation and him get to see that excitement of how beautiful she looks and it's just a neat thing so i told him afterwards that yeah i had that same stupid look on my face <laughs> your wife got married and and just like you I'm, I'm still waiting for the smile to come off my face which hopefully uh, will never happen that's sweet robert Kosick. Yeah, uh, we we tell our son Bubba, who's not, who turned nineteen two weeks ago, we're like, "Hey, Bubba, take your time. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, you're nineteen. Daddy got married when he was twenty-seven. My dad got married when he was thirty-two. Wow. My oldest brother got married for the first time at fifty-eight. Wow. So the, take your time. All right. There's no. There's, yeah, and that's good advice because the kids now are kind of starting to change the trend a little bit, and a lot of the kids are getting married right out of college, twenty-two, twenty-three years old, and. Uh, which is fine. you got a little growing up to do there uh, as well. But as long as you've set the foundation on a really solid friendship with your spouse-to-be, you'll be fine. Amen to that. Uh, if, if, you, if you're marrying somebody on a physical aspect and maybe just like being together, that's, that's not a good foundation. Wait until you, you really love and enjoy each other's company. Then you're okay to get married. True that. Our world-famous Marriage Talk segment. Let me get to the content. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. While you're watching the B-roll, everyone is watching at home. Uh, here you go. Marriage tip, believe it or not, Mr. Kosick has now penned marriage tip 187. Bona fortuna, boss. We're cloning on number 200. It says rebuild instead of repair. A house that's been engulfed by flames will need to be rebuilt, not repaired. The same is true in a marriage that has been engulfed by emotional flames. Sometimes you'll need to tear everything down and rebuild on the foundation of your vows. 
Rebuilding a marriage is worth the effort and cost. Three things to understand as you begin to rebuild your marriage. One, it requires a lot of time, effort, and emotional cost. Two, it needs rules, boundaries, and clear expectations. And three, it requires revisions along the way. Take it away, Mr. Kozak. So, so when I meet with couples, I, I usually like to shock them uh, right from the very beginning. So one of the first things I always tell them is, you know, I just want you all to be very clear. I could care less if your marriage survives or not. <laughs> you always look at me like, I think we're going to get somebody else to help us. <laughs> we're, well, we're going to get another person to help us, you know, be a marriage coach. Right. So, so what I try to get them to understand is say, look, this, this – this effort has to be owned by you. You can't look to me to, to make it work. You've got to fix it yourself. So as much as I want your marriage to work, and I'll do everything I can to, to help you make that work, this has got to be your ownership. And the other thing I always tell them, too, is when they look at me and say, if they tell me kind of what happened, where they kind of stand, they say, do you think you can repair our marriage, help us repair our marriage? And I always say, no, no, I can't repair your marriage at all. And they're like, what? And I said, no, we can't because repairing it and doing patchwork is what you guys have tried for years. That doesn't work. So we're going to tear this thing all the way back down to the foundation. We're not going to get a new foundation. It's still going to be built on the original foundation of the two of you and the balance that you made. But we're going to rebuild this thing from scratch so it's a brand new, completely refinished uh, marriage and it will be way better on the other side than you ever had. And once you get those two things kind of settled in their mind, then they can listen and then you can work. And this is such a, a, a major component in doing that. And the three things I put there are really important because the thing people need to understand is if we're going to rebuild this marriage, it's not going to be an easy process. Sometimes it's easier than others, but it takes a lot of work to do that. To build a house takes a lot of work. So I want them to understand that there's an emotional aspect of it where you're going to get hurt along the way. It just it happens. But as long as they're expecting that, they'll be able to handle it when it happens. And then the thing with the rules and the boundaries and the expectations is you would never build a house without a set of blueprints. So right, why try right. to rebuild your marriage without a set of rules and boundaries? And this is what the expectations are, so they're not disconnected. And here's kind of how we're going to do things. The speed at which we're going to do them and those kind of things are all very important. And like any plans, things change along the way. And so just be open to, to modifying the plans that you originally put in place. Our good friend Robert Kosick, honorthevalhonortheval.com uh, is the website. Uh, and going to number, let's see, number one and two, it requires a lot of time and emotional cost and effort. Well, yes, if you've ever built a home physically, when they pour the slab and then they frame it, that's putting up the wood, mm-hmm. and then they, they they close it up with drywall, then they put a roof on it, and you're like, oh, God, we're almost there. No, dude, you're nowhere near. Nowhere near. You, you know what? And I remember we had a little home in Sugar Land, and I saw the, they poured the foundation, and they had the, they framed it and they put up the roof and the drywall. I'm like, yay! And the and the builder Dave, wonderful guy, Dave Moore. What's up, Dave? He's like, are you kidding me? It takes a long time. Two, there are uh, there's 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 rules to building a home, right? You can't you yeah. can't you don't like put in the furniture before the roof is ready. That's true. So you don't get to a you know there's there's a, a there's a, a progression. Of right, getting things right. done, you don't wire that. You don't. You don't put up a sheetrock before you wire the house, right? Oh, jeez! <laughs> now they tell me. <laughs> now you, yeah, Fazul. Now you tell me. Yeah. Right. Unless you want your builder to become really, really rich when he has to redo everything. Ain't that the so, truth? Ain't that the truth? Yeah, but this is really important. And, and the fact that what you said there too is that's the things that I really try to get husbands, mostly husbands, to understand is when we built our house, same thing. Within three weeks, the roof's on the house, right? Two, three weeks, you got this whole thing. You think, wow, we're almost there. And then you're right. It takes months to do all the little 
fine-tuning and touching up and all the little internal stuff that you have to do. And that's something I usually have to get guys, get guys to really understand is, yeah, we're making great progress, but we've got a long way to go, and you can't rush this. And guys are like, okay, I'm fixed. We're all better now, right? Yeah, like, no, yeah, no, not really. Yeah, a little ways to go yet. So slow down, take your time. We're going to get there, and that's where, where the, uh, the thing, it takes a lot of time to, to fix these things. It's not done overnight. Our world-famous marriage talk segment, the hot and heavy marriage tip, is on our Facebook page as well, Sam Malone Show. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who loves me most of all? The feeling you get when your spouse comes up behind you and wraps his or her arms around you is a great feeling. If you want, if you want to exponentially enhance that feeling, wrap your arms around your spouse when he or she is standing in front of the mirror. This will allow your spouse to visualize your love as well. That's really good. That's a good one. I like that one because that's one of the things that I love is is I'm a, I'm a touch kind of person, so that's how I uh, interpret my spouse's feelings towards me is, is she gives me a hug or a kiss, and I interpret that as, oh, she must love me because she gave me a hug. But but that's how you interpret things. So what what you do is when you're doing that is, is guys are also very visual. Some uh, women are visual to some extent as well. But if you come up and give them a hug out in the, in the middle of the living room or by the kitchen table, whatever, and you just wrap your arms around and you kiss them on the neck, that just has a warm feeling of closeness that you have. If you do that when, say, your wife is getting ready in the morning and you just give her a hug when she's standing in front of the mirror, if she's trying on some clothes in front of the full-length mirror and you give her a big hug or something, she now sees you with your arms wrapped around her. And throughout the day and throughout the week, not only will she just remember that warm feeling, she'll be able to visualize it. When you visualize something, it just takes it to a whole new level. Amen. And that's just a wonderful way to, to enhance that a reminder of how much you love that person and appreciate them and adore them. And you can get R-rated in front of the mirror, too. That's even more fun when no one's around. Hey, that, you know, come out of the shower, that's, that's a whole other story, right? <laughs> that's why we're always smiling, Mr. Kozik. Life is too short, my friends. Life is too short. Go uh, read Marriage Tip 187. And remember, folks, we started this. We weren't counting for a while. Right. This is only 187 recorded. Well, yeah, recorded. That were actually put to print. Usually, Mr. Costa would just call in, and we would just, like, BS back and forth. <laughs> it got formatted a couple of years ago, and now it's unstoppable. Yeah. Um, rebuild instead of repair, and the hot and heavy marriage tip of Mirror, Mirror. Uh, he wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. He's a uh, marriage coach and church deacon and good friend of our show, Robert Costa. Can't wait till marriage tip 200. We're, we're zeroing in on it, but let me give 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 your couples just a little bonus tip uh, to help them start moving towards the 200 tip. Is if you don't know your spouse's shower schedule, you need to figure it out. That's hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> hoorah to that, sir! You better yeah. know as as, as, as as if you know what time uh, the uh, the CBS Fox what do you call it, the CBS football pregame show comes on, which would be 11 o'clock Central. If you know that. <laughs> Right, and you know that Howie and Jimmy and JB are on the Fox version. You better know your wife's shower schedule, man. Yeah, even even if you're just casually walking into the sh- into the bathroom at the same time, just so you can sit there and look. You know, Woo-hoo! you, you got to know the schedule. Amen, amen. You don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. <laughs> Get the marriage tip and the accompanying video on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It's all there on Facebook. Thank you, Mr. Kosick. Have a blessed and wonderful weekend. Talk to you next week. You have a fantastic and blessed weekend, Sam. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 70s rock and roll. Love is in the air. Who is this, Mr. Tiller? I should know this. You certainly should. It's John Paul Young. And I don't know if I'll be a fool. This and uh, Brandy from Looking Glass. And any song by America. 
right? 70s rock and roll love songs. Any Ambrosia? Get Ambrosia in there. And Little River. Find that. And Little River Band. (laughs) Oh, talk about love. Talk about love. Two individuals on the ground who put in countless hours knocking on doors and making phone calls in the some of the hottest days ever, y'all. But through it all, everyone persevered. And then there's this guy. How about Steve Handel? This man is my heart. He tells you he's my number one supporter, and I can tell you that in everything I have ever attempted to do in my life, he has been my number one supporter. And there are no words to say how much I love you. That's the uh, newest congressman from uh, Atlanta, uh, Georgia's number six, Karen Handel, throwing props and love to her hubby. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer. 